Spring into reading this season with the Biblio Lifestyle 2024 Spring Reading Guide. In this season's guide, I've handpicked 21 of the best new books and I've organized them across six categories. So whether you're looking for a romance novel that will give you a happily ever after, a thrilling mystery to keep you guessing, or an immersive historical fiction book, this guide has a book or three or seven just for you. Now, if 21 books sounds like too much for you, there's a minimalist reads list in the guide, which includes a list of six must-read books from across genres. But wait, that's not all. The spring reading guide also includes fun recipes, spring activities and lifestyle tips. So head on over to springreadingguide.com and download your copy of the guide. That's springreadingguide.com and download your free copy of the 2024 Spring Reading Guide. So download your free copy and discover your next favourite book. Happy reading! Oh, hi. If you like the show, can you please leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast? Especially if you're listening on Apple, because you know, it seems to really matter over there. Besides, you don't even have to write anything. Leaving five stars will do. If you don't like the show, however, well, you know, that's your choice. But if you do like the show, it's a great way to help spread the word about the podcast and show your support. Believe me, I'm incredibly grateful. Alrighty, now on to the show. I'm Victoria from Biblio Lifestyle, and you're listening to the Reader's Couch Podcast, the show that will help you bridge the gap between living a full and busy life to one where you're reading, learning new things, and having fun. In today's episode, I'll be talking all about simple living. First, I'll be talking about what simple living is, the difference between simple living and minimalism, the benefits of simple living, why it's important, and practical tips so you can take action if you want to live a more simple life. So, stay tuned. Where were you the last weekend of April 2023? Well, I don't know about you, but hundreds of readers and myself had a fantastic three days at the Spring Summer Epigraph Literary Festival. It was really a great time. Oh my gosh. Authors were sharing about their new books. I was laughing so hard during the happy hours and I learned so many new things at our lifestyle-themed sessions. So, if you missed the festival or you want to relive the highlights, visit epigraphlitfest.com and select replays. That's epigraphlitfest.com and select replays. Your TBR will explode, you'll learn a thing or two, and you'll have lots of laughs, especially at those happy hour sessions. So go to epigraphlitfest.com and select replays. Hi readers, welcome again to The Reader's Couch. I'm your host, Victoria Wood, and in today's episode, we're talking all about simple living. First, I'm going to get into what simple living is. I'm going to answer the most popular question, which is, what is the difference between simple living and minimalism? Of course, I'll get into the benefits of simple living, why it's important, and practical tips so you can take action if you want to live a more simple life. 
So, if you want to simplify your life but you don't know where to start, if you're feeling overwhelmed by the number of things that you need to get done each day, and if you're constantly feeling like there isn't enough time in the day, then this episode is just for you. I also want to say that if you're feeling any of these things or anything similar to or somewhat related to those feelings, I want you to know that you're not alone because we live in a world where it's just so full of noise and there are just so many distractions. And that doesn't include your family, your friends, work, school, and just all the other obligations that you might have. But the good news is there is a way we can simplify our everyday routines without sacrificing fun or excitement or quality time and self-care. There is a way. And I've personally found this by embracing simple living. So this is really rooted in my personal experience. I went from just being super chaotic, having so much going on, stretching myself thin, trying to show up in all the places and do all the things and ultimately what happened is I just ended up feeling just completely burnt out. I didn't feel fulfilled. I wasn't doing all the things I wanted to do. It was just, it was chaos. It in ultimately, I mean, there's no other way to put it. It was just, it was just chaos. But what I've realized is by embracing simple living, it allowed me to take back my freedom. It allowed me to find purpose. It allowed me to get balance. And more importantly, it just kind of gave me the opportunity to live a life that I was proud of. I don't know if this is the same for you, but it's like, you know, you have an idea of the life you want to live. And for me, simple living allowed me to do that. And it allowed me to live my values and just have freedom and just be proud of me and the life I'm living and where I'm going. So in this episode, I'm going to share how simple living is possible, even when things seem crazy busy. Because again, these are the things I come back to time and time again. These are things I share with my family and my friends. I know I'm not an expert. However, these are just all personal experiences. These are things we talk about. These are the things I text my sister about. We spend hours on the telephone chatting about it. I send voice notes to my friends all the time. These are the things we discuss. These are the things that have worked for us all and it allowed us to embrace a more simpler life and again just have a life that we were happy and proud to be living. All right, let's get into it. First off, what does living a simple life mean? That's a very popular question and you know for me simple living is a whole life approach. I don't think it's really easy to kind of pin down a definition, but I kind of tried. So to me, living a simple life means focusing on what matters to you the most and reducing mental and physical distractions in your life. It also means being mindful of how you spend your time and energy. It means striving for balance between work, family, relationships, and just all those activities that are a part of your life. And by doing all this, it gives us an existence that's meaningful, one that's purposeful, and one that reflects our values, one that gives us joy, and it creates a life that we can be happy and proud of. Okay, another popular question is 
Is simple living the same thing as minimalism? Now, simple living is not the same as minimalism, but they're closely related, you know? I would say think of them as second or third cousins, you know? You're related, not really close, but you're related. So, while both lifestyles focus on, you know, reducing the the physical clutter, because I kind of said physical clutter uh, before, minimalism is more about reducing the physical clutter and also living with less and consuming less. So you're living a life where you're consuming less, so you're not buying as much, you're not consuming as much things. Simple living, on the other hand, I feel, emphasises on, you know, cutting back the things that don't bring joy or purpose to your life. It focuses on building meaningful relationships, spending quality time with loved ones, having fewer commitments and obligations, getting rid of the stresses in your life, and creating a life that reflects your values. So again, there's similarities, but there are differences, you know. Okay, so you might be wondering, well, why should I live a simple life? You know, what are the advantages of simple living? What are the benefits of simple living? Well, I actually believe the benefits of simple living are numerous. I think by reducing the amount of possessions and the commitments we have in our lives, we actually gain more control over how we spend our time and energy. When you create a a space that is free of physical and mental clutter, it will allow you to focus on what truly matters to you. And I also feel that if you decide to live simply, it will encourage you to be more intentional and mindful in your decision making, which will ultimately lead you to live a life that's filled with more content and it's also just more fulfilling in general. I also feel that when you decide to focus on what truly matters in life and spend time on those activities that give you joy, it will allow for more self-care and more improved relationships. I also believe simple living can help to reduce stress levels, create balance between your work and leisure activities, and it can also just lead to a greater sense of peace and, again, contentment. So I think the benefits of simple living are numerous, that tons of advantages and ultimately it's a lifestyle choice that can bring greater balance, joy and fulfillment. So I hope you'll consider giving Simple Living a go. Okay, so now that you've heard all of that, you're probably like, well, Victoria, how do I start living a simple life? What are some practical and actionable tips for simplifying your life? Now, honestly, this is something I could go on and on about, but I really want to focus on three core things that you can do, just something that you can hold on to and remember and that you can implement in your life. So the first practical tip I'll give you is to declutter your physical environment. And I want you to just focus focus on letting go of those possessions that no longer serve a purpose, that have no sentimental value, but they're just there. So maybe now is a good time to kind of go through your physical possessions and start to declutter, right? So from your closet to your bookshelf, to your pantry, um, to your storage area, your linens, whatever it might be, just go through these different things and declutter. This would be a great opportunity to possibly donate if things are in good and reusable condition and if things aren't expired, um, definitely donate. Um, If not, just toss them in the trash. Another practical tip, number two, is I highly recommend that you simplify your daily routine. 
The best way to do this is to first prioritize those tasks that matter most. So I know the to-do list feels like forever, but you know, I highly recommend step one, making a list of everything you think you need to be doing or you want to be doing or that you hope to accomplish. Just get it all out. Just get it on paper. So this might be, um, you know, 10 things long, 20 things long, whatever it might be, just get it out on paper. And then I want you to sit with it and I want you to go over each item on your list and prioritize what matters to you most and then the other things you're like well I don't need to do this right now this is not you know life or death this is also not high on the priority list it would be nice but do I really need to and so I would organize those things accordingly so I highly recommend simplifying your daily routine but most importantly prioritizing those tasks that matter the most All right, the third thing I'm going to say, and I actually think this is a crucial element in simplifying your life, and it's something that took me quite a while to learn, but the second I uh, learned this thing, the second I started exercising this muscle, something that was just really hard for me to do just became that much easier, and that is learning to say no to those commitments that don't align with your values or your goals, or sometimes it's just flat out something you don't want to do. Now, I love to show up for everyone. I want to be there for all my friends and family. I want to do all the things. I want to show up in my local community. I want to show up at work. I want to accomplish all the things. I had a really hard time saying no. And when I hit rock bottom, when I started experiencing burnout, when I just wasn't happy, I realized something had to change. And I had to prioritize those tasks. And just to that second point earlier, sometimes after prioritizing what's important, you realize that certain things are being left off the list and sometimes those things are showing up for those people and things um, who you want to show up for however sometimes it requires you to say no and as someone who had a really hard time saying no saying no the first couple of times I felt a lot of guilt and I just want you to know that is okay stick with it and as time goes on and as you start saying no more, it's like it's like exercising. It's like moving your body. The first couple of times you're going to feel sore, but afterwards it's not that hard. So as I started exercising my no muscle, it allowed me to have more freedom and more control. And ultimately I had more joy in my life. I was happier and I was living a life that I was proud of because I was able to balance and show up for myself and prioritizing my own self-care but also showing up for my family, which is of utmost importance to me, and also being able to show up to work better, and also finally be able to pursue those creative pursuits that I've always wanted um, to, to try and accomplish, And even I started having more time to volunteer for the things that mattered to me the most. So sometimes you have to exercise that no muscle and say no to those things that just aren't a good fit for you right now. So in summary, three things that you can do right now to simplify your life. Step one, declutter your physical environment. Step two, simplify your routine by prioritizing those tasks that matter to you. And of course, exercising that no muscle. So I think by trying these three things, you'll find that you have way more time and space to enjoy the things that matter to you and also enjoy life's simple pleasures. 
So readers, I hope you found today's episode useful. I hope you found it informative, inspiring maybe, but ultimately helpful. So if you're currently feeling overwhelmed, if you've been thinking about living a more simple life, I hope you'll consider trying some of these tips and ideas I've shared with you today. And if you're currently already living a simple life, I hope you'll consider sharing this episode as a resource if you have friends or family who are currently feeling overwhelmed or they want to take a step back or they just want to focus on the things that matter to them most. So as always, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. And I'm looking forward to talking with you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Reader's Couch podcast. Please subscribe to the show, share it with a friend and take a few seconds to leave a rating and review. Until next time, stay lounging, stay reading, and whenever you're in doubt, go straight to your local bookstore or library. Thanks again for listening and happy reading.